0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Man, did this dude just did this? With the 20th pick in the 2016 NBA draft, the Indiana Pacers select Paris LeVert from the University of Michigan. The problem is you don't want to mess with a bat because as you may know, they can be ratted. But there goes our test after somebody in the stands. And he is going after a fan, and he is waylaying a fan, and this thing is now getting ugly. Got them all? Just a few come in, all three. Do we have them all? did first time in NBA history. They had three brothers on the floor at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you. So you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over $100 making it free to sell or flip your collection with other sites taking as much as 25%. You're going to have a lot of extra money left over for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today.
1: Welcome back to the Born Ready to Pod podcast where for the next 20 to 30 minutes you're going to listen to a big breakdown of Jake Light describing to you that the Pacers need wings and Kevin Pritchard needs to be fired from the Pacers, as he's done on the last five shows. Jake, I'm going to give you the floor. Go ahead and get that spiel out of the way. No,
2: uh, I told you. I uh, went into it today, and I, I knew we were going to do a podcast. We talked about it earlier. And uh, I'm actually not going to start off by bashing or doing anything crazy. Um, but I just I wanted to watch this game and watch individual players, and I wanted to kind of evaluate what we are doing. I have such a hard time doing that because of, you know, my coaching background. I see, like, I, I try to see the big picture and what they're trying to do. And today I just kind of wanted to watch and just see what individual players did on the floor. And I watched, uh, you know, quite a bit of Aaron holiday and Jeremy lamb and miles Turner. And I tried to really kind of evaluate maybe like what at their absolute peak and highest, like what, what could they give us? And what, what is see seeing these guys and, And why does white Nate play them the way he does? And um, it was kind of nice. I kind of, you know, I told my wife as we were watching, I was like, we're losing this game. Like, it just, I never felt like we were winning this game. I don't know if you guys did. It just, it was just one of those nights that, you know, you could beat a dead horse and say, well, we can't shoot. You just saw it on national television. You could say all kinds of crazy stuff. But at the end of the day, like, you know, it just like, we know what we are. We know we're just average at best and average is pretty much the worst thing you can be in the NBA because I it's hard to get out of that pit of being average and I I can't really think of any team recently that's done it and won a championship so um, I think as we move forward with the podcast I want to you know hit on certain players as you guys see fit and try to make a little more sense of it rather than just saying yeah can't play with two centers and you got got to have more wing guys and stuff like that so I do appreciate you throwing it to me first, but I think I kind of want to sit back and watch you kind of go at it, Cook.
0: What about you, Hawk? I mean, this game sucked. I mean, the only thing I take from this game is we need Lance Stevenson. Without him, we're a below-average team right now. We just lost to an average, a perfectly average Warriors team without the two players that we've been missing that we keep talking about. With them, we're a little above-average probably. I mean, either way, the East is in disarray. We're going to make the playoffs. If, if that's the goal, we keep hitting the goal nail on the head. Every year we make the playoffs. Now, if the game is to sack up, maybe win a game, become a respectable franchise in the NBA, please the fans, do anything the correct way, we're missing the nail completely. We're hitting ourselves dead on the thumb, right on the tip of the dick over and over and over again. So, that's why it just gets, it gets repetitive to do the after shows when we just lose in gut-wrenching fashion. I mean, the last 10 minutes of the game, Sabonis had 22 points. His over was 22 and a half. I mean, that's just me bitching about my gambling losses. But, I mean, we didn't even look to our best player at the end of the game in a close game or, or one of our best – one of the best interior players, a guy everyone's bitching that didn't make the All-Star game. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. That That's all I got.
1: I want to start off by saying that I always see these people on Twitter – complaining about you know these guys need all this rest during the season you know the Pacers are you know they're just they're playing too many minutes man they they got to get some rest you know Sabonis and Brogdon they play way too many minutes they got to get rest these guys need some time off they got to get their legs back well when's the last time this team played well when was the last game before before tonight i don't even know sunday it was it was 1 week ago it was 1, one week, week ago, ago. They had seven days off and this team came out completely flat. And now I get on Twitter and I see people say, oh, it's rust. Come on. You got to give it a break. You know, this team's rusty. Well, what is it? I mean, what do you want? Do you want these guys? You want these guys to be rested. But then if they get too much rest, then it's rust. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that That's the first thing that annoys me, okay? Um, th- you gave them a week off. Like, I understand that the, you know, thing that, you know, teams often come out rusty after the All-Star break, and you know I understand that, but the big hold bitch fest and the thing I saw on Twitter was these guys need some rest and they're going to be, you know, good as good as new. Well, let me go ahead and break down some stats to you as this good, a new, good as new roster was tonight against the Golden State Warriors um, who aren't a very good defensive team. Um, Draymond Green obviously known for his defense, but other than that I mean, the team stinks at defense. Uh, the Pacers shot Uh, seven of 29 from the three-point line, which for those of you who aren't very good at math out there, that equates to 24% from behind the arc. Um, And then the other other thing I want to throw out there as well, uh, the Warriors are one of the piss-poorest teams in the league at rebounding. Um, They are one of the worst teams at allowing rebounds to their opponent and also getting rebounds themselves. Uh, And tonight they out-rebounded the Pacers by two. Um, that's just completely asinine. And then the other thing here as well, the Warriors just traveled from New York tonight and, you know, they looked rusty. they looked like the team that, you know, was on a back-to-back. They didn't play their best basketball. They should have easily beat the Pacers tonight by 30 points without a doubt. I believe that. Um, and so they definitely look like they were a team that was on the second half of a back-to-back, but then so did the Pacers and they just had a week off. So, I I just don't know what it is. Is it, you know, this team needs, you know, two or three days exactly of rest. I mean, what's the recipe here? How do we, do we write a letter to Adam Silver to appease the fan base and say, okay, we play a game and, you know, Brogdon and Sabonis play 40 minutes. We need this many days rest afterwards. I mean, how do we get that going? How do we, how do we figure this out? Because apparently too much rest is bad and, you know, no rest is no good. I I just don't know what the recipe for success is here.
0: You know, it's the old rest versus rust debate that I've heard it talked about before, and they're both excuses in a way. So I I don't think either one of them is, I mean, rest is only really beneficial if you're injured. I think if you're just tired, the season's going to beat you down anyway, you're not going to be successful. Like those teams fade out. I mean, you're just not in the groove. So the only real answer is to mix up the team somehow getting healthy. If you want to look forward to that, sure. Go ahead. Somebody else I'm sure will get injured before then. And then we'll be right back <laughs> here. So uh, there's it's just a
1: never ending cycle and I don't know how to break it. Well, not that's my other point here is, you know, every single year we see these excuses. I'm just pull, calling out the excuses. Okay. So there yeah. was the excuse for tonight's game, which whatever, it's a regular season game, you know, a week from now, we're not going to give a shit about this game but it's just a continued pattern of losses like this that pile up. And so the other thing is, well, it's always, we'll wait till Levert and Warren get into this lineup and this team's going to be nasty. Well, first off, you need to back your expectations down a little bit. This team is at best a second round talent. That's a complete best Uh, more than likely. They're going to be a first round exit again this season, even with Levert and Warren in the lineup. Um the the thing here is, you know, we always say, you know, once we get healthy, we're gonna be good, which you know, in years past and even this year. I mean, yeah, that's true, but we've been saying that for three or four years now, and we never can get healthy. Uh Oladipo, you know, was the guy that was hurt. Sabonis was hurt last season. We've had, you know, recurring injuries throughout the year, throughout the course of those two years. Uh, and then this year we have Lavert and TJ Warren, both hurt this hurt at the same time, both not playing. And we're waiting on them. So even when they do come back, I mean, it feels like we're going to have to swap out one of these better players, you know, for one of those guys to come back to the basketball gods or something. Uh, It's just a recurring theme with this roster. It just health is just the biggest issue with this team. I mean,
2: I think you guys are, I think you guys are saying exactly like basically winning just heals everything like if you win the game like no one cares if you're on the second half of the back back no one no one cares if you've had a week off or 3 days 2 days whatever it is winning just makes everything go away when you're not winning it just it just it exemplifies and really highlights the problem and i just think like what what hawk said like mix it up we're waiting on players to come back it, it's pretty clear to me that that's what we're doing i i mean, Pritchard is He's not going to make these sweeping changes because it's basically admitting he's wrong. He's been here a while. He's got, I mean, he's got to be close to the exit. I mean, he just, he just does. Like it, it is what it is. And I think, you know, Chris, you spoke to it, like you spoke to this really well. It's just, you know, at best we're, we're a second round exit at the very, at the absolute best we are a second round exit and really I would say that the first first place in the East – I mean, sorry, not first place, but second place in the East should be wide open right now. The Celtics suck. Uh, you know, Toronto is nothing to be super scared of. I think the 76ers have their warts. I mean, this thing is wide open for us. I mean, I think we, we can all agree the Nets are the most talented team, but, yeah. you know, they could – I mean, if you – I mean, I could see a team beating – the Nets, I could see the Nets just self imploding as, as they have to be with each other for the next three or four months. And it's just very frustrating. I think for me, to like see that there there's, this is a window for us to really win. And if we had it, you know, if we had that team where we had like David West and that George dude, and you know, Wayne Stevenson at their best, like that, that team could win the East. And so it's just like, we keep missing these windows and Hawk, you said something super, I think that's super important. Like we're all waiting on, uh, we're waiting on Lavert and we're waiting on Warren. Like, what if one of them has a setback? What if, what if the bonus gets elbowed in the nose or something today, like McConnell did late in the game? And he breaks his nose and he's out for an extended period of time. Like, anything could happen. And at the end of the day, you build teams to kind of safeguard against that. Yeah. Okay. Warren gets hurt, but we have Lamb. Okay. This and this and this and this. And you try to build these safeguards and the bad teams just don't have the safeguards. I mean, if, you know Kawhi Leonard goes down. That the Clippers are expecting Paul George to take over that scoring, and then everybody else kind of falls in line. But it's just we just don't have that. Like we're not deep. I, I texted you guys at one point. I mean we had McConnell, Brogdon, I think Justin Holiday, uh, and then the two centers in the game. And it's just like there's no one stretching that defense. Like no wonder like they can't get the ball to Sabonis. They're just playing way off. Like it's just at at our best. Chris said it with everybody healthy. That's with Warren. That's with Levert. We are a second round exit and it's years like this, where we shouldn't be like, this should be the year where like Eastern conference finals, like Eastern conference Finals. Let's play the nets. We know they're not going to play team ball. Like let's compete against them. And we just can't do it. Like we, we've missed the window and I don't know what we can do. I don't think there's moves that we can make to hit the window. And that's what always pushes me to say, let's restart new front office redo the roster but it's I mean it's just tough I mean I know some of the fans uh, sorry rest versus rest but this is the NBA man if you need rest freaking sit them out again see what Aaron Holiday has being the guy trying to score the basketball I don't think he has it I don't I mean let Sumner play a little bit I mean you have to test these guys out because what we have is not working
1: agreed well, and then the other point here is, you know, T.J. McConnell, who's been, you know, the most consistent player for the Pacers this season. Um, I mean, he's a top four guy on this roster right now. I mean, I'm not counting Lavert and Warren. I'm just saying of healthy guys right now, he's a top four guy on this roster. And when that's the case. I think we also need to lower our expectations with losses like this. It's like TJ McConnell is your, you know, your fourth best guy. He's playing over 25 minutes a game. Sometimes he's playing over 30 minutes a game. He's finishing games. Obviously, he makes plays that justify him being in there, you know, in crunch time. And he's able to, you know, I mean, I have no complaints about him being out there. I'm not complaining about TJ McConnell whatsoever. My point is he's the fourth best player on this team right now. And when T.J. McConnell is your fourth best player, you're not going to be very good, in my opinion.
0: No, you need him to be like your seventh, eighth best player, the second, third string point guard. And then you're set. And then we just don't have that depth like Jake was talking about, especially on the wings. We rely too much on a guy to have a good game like McDermott or Holiday. I mean, this game, the the Warriors. Should, I mean, the the roadmap to beat them was there. I mean, they shot so bad from three. Either one of those guys hit a few more, we win that game, and it's just we can't rely on that consistently. Interrupting this part of the podcast to tell you guys once again about eBay Sneaker Marketplace. Here's the deal. eBay's hooking us up and all of the armchair podcasts with a raffle giveaway. That's right. If you tweet us a picture of you buying sneakers on eBay marketplace, you'll be entered into a raffle entry to win more free pairs of sneakers. And frankly, these sneakers are awesome. You can find them on the Born Ready Twitter page. Don't miss this opportunity. If you're looking for sneakers, get to eBay right now. The best place to buy and sell sneakers online today.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a game that the Pacers should have came out and easily blown the Warriors out. I mean they did not play their best basketball at all. And like I said, they were on a second half of a back-to-back. They were last game of their road trip. They're ready to get back out West. Um, so, you know, they didn't, obviously, you know, they, they played well enough to win this game, but still, I mean, the Pacers should have easily had no issues with this team tonight. I'm just getting sick of the whole debate of of rust and rest. It's it's just kind of annoying because, I mean, you're going to have another rest coming up here because the all-star breaks coming up. So, You're going to have more time off. And then, I mean, March, if you guys saw today, March is not pretty for this team. Uh, They released the second half of uh, the schedule here today. And I mean, just look at the month of March and you're going to shit your pants. Uh, They come back they play the Lakers, Suns, (laughs) Denver Nuggets, Brooklyn Nets, played the Miami Heat twice in Miami and then they finished playing the bucks, the pistons, mavericks, wizards and the heat. So they have the heat three times. Um we know the, how the heat have had the pacers, number, uh the nets, nuggets, suns, lakers. I mean, that's just the month of March right there. So <laughs> it's going to it's going to keep getting more difficult. Um it, and so yeah, I mean <laughs> It's it's not going to be easy. And, you know, they have to stay afloat until these other guys come back. And and of course, we we, we assume and know that they're going to probably make the playoffs this year. But, you know, us as fans and, and other fans along with us, it's we're just not satisfied with making the playoffs anymore. We want to actually make a run. So um, let's look ahead here. Friday night Pacers play. Uh, they go on the road here. Uh, another game on ESPN, which is kind of scared, scary to look at because the Pacers are so bad in nationally televised games the last couple okay. of years. Um, they play in Boston against the Celtics. The Celtics are on a you know significant losing streak here. They just got their ass handed to them by the Atlanta Hawks uh, tonight and uh, they've lost, I believe their uh, three three out of the last four, four out of the last five, something like that. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks have beat them twice. Uh, they lost to the Mavericks, uh, Pelicans as well. So the the uh, Celtics aren't aren't playing too good of basketball right now. Uh, they're two games under 500, 15 and 17. So they're right around where the Pacers are at, just a couple games worse. Um, you know they still got their studs and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, but you know really their their biggest Achilles' heel is down low um, with you know they have Daniel Tyson, Tristan Thompson, but really they have no post depth whatsoever. And that's pretty much kind of hurt them this season. They give up a lot of points to the the center position uh, and the power forward position. They're not very, very good at defending those two positions. And uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, they're probably, you know, Danny Ainge is just probably super pissed off. He didn't take that deal from the Pacers in the summer that, I would have got a Miles Turner and they would have sent Gordon Hayward to the Pacers. I, I just, you know, I know Danny Age is probably pissed that he was being stingy as hell on that. So, um, what do you think about this game? You know, I'm not expecting the Pacers to win this game Friday night, uh, even with how bad the Celtics have played. They always, there's one of those teams that always seems to have our number, um, you know, and uh, Brad Stevens, you know, still a good coach, um, and uh, I. You know, I'm not too optimistic about this game.
0: Yeah, this this it's a perfect storm for the Celtics to just come out of their slump. You know, just thinking to about that trade you just mentioned, I think that would help both teams so much better at this point. I mean, every time we play against the Celtics, it seems like it's a close game. I believe they beat us earlier in the year. That was like one of the first games. Peyton Pritchard really had a good game.
1: Yeah, you know? we had a we had a back to back against them, so we split. We won the okay, first. Yeah, won yeah, the that's right. game. that's right. That's right. So,
0: you know, we always seem to play them tough and hopefully, you know, Sabonis can at least get 23 points this time, at least hit that over for me. But I don't know. I'm not excited just because it's that primetime game. And like you mentioned, we we just suck at primetime and the Celtics are due a breakout. Carson Edwards, I can see him just coming down. He's been playing a lot more minutes, you know, hitting three or four threes and just really, really you know, making the blood boil for us. So I'm not optimistic, but it's a game with that schedule.
2: You got to try to win, find a way, whatever, whatever it takes. I think, uh, I think kind of looking at, I mean, I've watched, I've watched the Celtics play a couple of games in the last couple of weeks. Really? I've watched the Celtics other than the Pacers. I I've watched more Celtics, I think than anybody else. And I really think that we have an opportunity to exploit some of the things that they do very poorly. Um, Really, I think I I can't believe I'm going to say this because I just think this guy's terrible. But I think I think it, we need to have a good game out of Aaron Holiday. I think he's going to be matched up and that's with with some of those guys in the second unit after that after the first initial quarter. I think he has an opportunity to see some see some Teague Jeff Teague and Jeff Teague can't guard anybody anymore and he's just washed. And I really think I'm calling it right now. I think Aaron Holiday is going to have a good game and he needs to if we're gonna if we're gonna pull this out. I think um, I think Turner needs to have one of those games where he proves himself and what an opportunity he I mean, he was in trade talks I think it's pretty clear that if there's enough smoke around a name there's obviously fire to it and I think he kind of wants to show the Celtics that they might have made a mistake. Uh, and, and not really pursuing him the way they should have, and I just this does not feel like a game to me where it's going to be big, big time Sabonis. I I just think I think Brad Stevens is too good of a coach to to let you know Sabonis beat him. I think McDermott's going to have to hit some threes, and I mean our recipe for success is so narrow at this point. I mean we just lost to the to the Warriors who shot nineteen percent from three. I mean oh. our our, our margin of victory is so low and we have to be able to do certain things really well. And the ball's got to bounce our way. I mean, we've entered that territory where um, us playing well does not mean we're going to win. Like if each individual player plays well, that doesn't guarantee a victory. And uh, if you really think about that, that's kind of a damning sentence. Like, you know, there's years where all we had to do was play well and we win the game. Like, and that's just not what we have. So we need things to start breaking our way. We need the other team to not be playing their best. And I, I think we're hitting the the Celtics at the best time. I think um, I honestly kind of, it sounds weird, but I kind of think this is kind of a must win because the next couple games, that we play. I think we played the Knicks after that. And I, you know, I just, there, there are some games that like we have to win those games. And, and so the Celtics is kind of the last team, even though they don't have a good record, they are a playoff team. I don't, I think everyone still views the Celtics as having a lot of talent. So if you lose to them, it doesn't really matter what you do against the Knicks because it's just like, well, you got to beat the Knicks. Like you just can't lose to the Knicks and uh it's just it's set up to be a disastrous weekend if we lose to boston and then we have to play the second half of the back-to-back in new york and it's just not it's just a recipe for for failure and so i think it's a huge game and i'm really hoping aaron holiday a, a guy who i have not had a lot of faith in and i watched him a lot today off the ball and i just wasn't impressed i he needs to have a good game because that second unit is where you get to the celtics and i think holiday on that, on that second reversal of the lineup that, uh, white Nate does. I think he has an opportunity to maybe run off, you know, eight points and kind of give the Pacers some, some cushion there.
1: I'll be honest. I didn't listen to one word you just said, but it sounded really interesting. (laughs) Sound just like my wife. Oh, here we go. Um, does, uh, anybody want to, uh, complain at all about Sabonis not being an all-star it doesn't really bother me um this team stinks they don't deserve an all-star so what do you think I
0: mean the two guys ahead that I keep hearing debated are Julius Randle who's having his best season by far and you can make sure
1: definitely deserves to be an
0: all-star that's what I'm saying so. I I think he's definitely deserving and Vucevic and he's leading the league in three-point shots for centers and you know, he's consistently steady. That's the one guy I would I would put I would put Sabonis over Vucevic, even though he can shoot. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of see both sides of it. I don't think it was a huge snub. But as a Pacers fan, us as the four seed, even though it doesn't mean a lot with, with the record, I, I still think that should have been done and still could. I bet he's the first out. If there's an injury that happens, he still could. So don't lose all hope. But it kind of sucks for sure. Just this season, just, you know, there's no really – good things to happen. We're just waiting on guys
2: to get healthy. That's that's the season. I think uh, I, I'm a little perturbed about the snub, but I think in in all reality if Sabonis wants to be in the All-Star game, he'll be in the All-Star game because there's so many players bitching about it right now and there'll be somebody that tweaks their ankle. So I'm not going to get too upset about it. I don't think Pacers fans should be that upset about it either. I mean um, you know <laughs> Sabonis' game is not sexy. It's not All-Star game sexy. Like, when he goes out there and play, you're not going to be like, oh, shit, there's Sabonis, because you're going to be worried about the high-flying alley-oops and all that stuff, and that's just not Sabonis' game. So it's a nice notch on the belt, and it's something I think most Pacers fans wanted for Sabonis, and I think he does deserve it. But I think at the end of the day, he'll play in the game. If he wants to play in the game, he might decide that he doesn't want to play in the game, because you just just know that there are going to be guys that – I mean – more so this year than ever, it seems kind of pointless for them to play when they could go home to their families and spend some time with their families. And um, so I just, I'm not going to get worked up about it quite yet.
0: Yeah. If I'm Sabonis, I'm just going to pack, you smoke a pack of cigs and, you know, just (laughs) hang out with my hot young wife. I'm sure he
1: does. He's definitely smoking those cigs. He probably having a nice pack of cigs after that loss tonight. Yeah, for sure. He needs them. Who could blame him? So yeah, that uh, that was an unfortunate loss and you know, obviously right after the games we're going to overreact. I don't feel like we overreacted on this one too much. We were kind of stating the facts there, you know, just Well, now what's... we're
0: expecting to lose. Like we just know it's coming.
1: You know, the fourth quarter comes and we're like, "All right, what are we going to talk about?" cuz we we've already basically lost. Yeah, and you know, I even chimed out. I said, "I'm going to bed," you know, with a couple minutes left, you know, I just got so pissed off and here I am right now at the end of this. I mean, just because I knew I wouldn't want to talk about these bums tomorrow, I just was like, you know, you just got to rip the Band-Aid off and you just got to get it over with. You just got to go in and talk about it as much as you don't want to after loss. Get it over with because, you know, you don't want to spend, you know, half hour of your night tomorrow night talking about this bum-ass loss. So, no, we're
0: all just waiting for September to come and Carson Wentz to lead the Colts to victory. <laughs> you
1: know, wanna... Oh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's you guys late. You guys can't see me right now but I can assure you at the name Carson Wentz, I just, the fist pump. I'm just, I'm just so pumped as a Browns fan that the Colts got their guy. Uh um, thank, thank was, you, man. That means a lot. I know. I was like, they were one of the teams, them, the dolphins, obviously the chiefs. And, you know, those are the teams I was, I was really worried about the bills, not so much, but now that the Colts got Carson Wentz, I can kind of sit back, relax, give a little fist pump. And, um, I'm just happy for you guys. I'm happy you guys get to see that Carson Wentz experience. And I think you guys will really, uh, really enjoy it. I can't wait. It's going to be a roller coaster one way or the other. Yeah, for sure, man.
1: Congrats, guys. It's a good trade. Good deal. I thought I had something else I wanted to talk about, but it feels like that's a good stopping point because it's just about bedtime and I'm not ready to have this conversation tonight. So, <laughs>
2: no, I definitely think we should at some point though. I think I will get booed out. I think that the born ready to pod fans will really hate me even more than they already probably do. So all I I'm going to say some-
0: is before he was on the Colts, I thought he was terrible. He had the worst yep. year ever for any like quarterback of all time, apparently from what I've heard and, what I yeah. watched on the field, Jalen Hurts replaced him, and they never even thought about going back. So, you know, right. it's it's not great, but you, we just got to hold on to the fact that Frank Reich, it's his guy. So we'll, we'll yeah. see.
2: And my they're think, tied at the hip now. They are 100% yeah. tied at the hip. I think I, my favorite thing to do, though, because, like, you know, I, I work in a, in a school, so, like, a couple of my teacher buddies, like, of course, they hear Carson Wentz and think that he's – the next coming of Jesus Christ. Cause they remember him being, you know, the second overall pick and yada, yada, yada. So like what I like to do is I like to say, what if Carson Wentz gave you these stats, this many yards, this many touchdowns only through this many picks and then had this, you know, and they're all like, Oh yeah, I'd take that. I'd take that. And it's pretty much like just a little bit worse than what rivers gave you. And also while simultaneously like numbers that he's only attained once in his career. And then they're like, Oh shit. So I can't wait to do that with you guys. Can't wait to hear how bad Baker is. I just – I kind of need football. I miss football. Is that bad? I think it's because the Pacers suck so bad. Because normally I'm not feeling it yet. But that's what it is. A hundred
0: percent. I mean, that loss, the Bills, and the terrible loss you had. Oh, my God. As well. I mean, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth wanting more. Welcome to the playoffs,
2: Jake. I mean, now you know what it feels like to actually miss football. I honestly don't – I. I don't know if we can say those losses are the same because I had to watch Chad Hiney run 15 yards sure. at about a, about a six, 440 And just literally, I just kept saying, Oh, he's going to get tackled. This is good. This is good. And it's like, where the fuck is everybody at? What the hell's going on? So I think I probably took the loss a little bit harder, but
1: nonetheless, it feels good to be hurt. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I think that's enough football talk for today. Yep. I do too. I agree. Love you guys.
1: I do want to say, he said that there's people out there that hate him, but there is a dude on here who is, loves you on Twitter. I do <laughs> yeah. want to throw that out there.
2: I love him, too. I know I get it. He he always says stuff about Jake, and uh, I love my fans. I love all one of them, and, uh, you know, is what it is. Next episode, from, we got, got to rank
0: our favorite
1: followers. We haven't done that in a while. We got to do it.
2: I love it. Let's do
1: it. I gotta say, you know, uh, Dewan's probably taking a big hit, man. He's literally yeah. just
0: a porn account nowadays. So, Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. <that's> gonna, <laughs> gonna take a
1: hit. I'm just messing with you, Dewan.
2: No, I, I Dewan, I'm pretty sure that my tech department has flagged me for looking at some of your <laughs> tweets while I'm at school. So. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent.
1: All right, that's a good stopping point. So, uh, yeah, that's that'll finish the show. Appreciate you guys listening. Pacers think we'll talk to you guys soon. I don't want to put a date on it because Friday's loss is really bad or Saturday's loss is really bad. I'm not going to want to talk about it. So we'll talk to you sometime. Later. Bye. One, two, three, four.
2: Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader.